What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Backup Fantasy Sports. It is Friday, December 1st. Happy December. My name is Ewan, and on today's episode, we're going to get into some fantasy Premier League with a game week 14 preview. There are a lot of game weeks coming up over the next week, so you're going to see my face quite a lot on the YouTube channel. So make sure you like and subscribe to this channel to get all the notifications about all the videos coming up. There's game week 14 this Saturday, game week 15 next week, and game week 16 is next weekend. So tons of content coming. Also, go to rotaballer.com where you'll have our staff roundtable, which is kind of a game week preview, all for every game week and our rankings. So make sure to go there to check those all out. But first, with so much content coming out, with so many game weeks, it is time to just get right into it here. So quick, quick. Game week review here, 50 points. Captain Dolly Watkins, again, trusted the man to kind of come through, which he kind of did, but then got a yellow card. So that was disappointing because he was on eight. So I was going to outscore Holland, outscore Salah, but it was not meant to be. So 50 points, small green arrows to get me inside the top 600K. I rolled my transfer. So overall, not a bad game week, but could have been a little bit better i mean you got pow is right there on my bench with eight points that was a little disappointing especially with maddie cash's zero more on him a little bit later he is in my transfer thoughts moving on to the game week 14 fixtures here with the european fixtures back this week champions league europa league europa conference league uh it is a pretty split schedule down the middle for the premier league so we've got five games on saturday five games on sunday arsenal wolves brentford luton burnley sheffield united kick us off on saturday with just the three o'clock games uk time no early game this week so it's a little bit of a uh, later deadline on saturday Nottingham forest everton on saturday night and then newcastle man united wrap us up uh, with the late game on Saturday. Then on Sunday, we've got Bournemouth, Aston Villa, Liverpool, Fulham, Chelsea, Brighton, West Ham, Crystal Palace, and then Man City Spurs to round out the game week. So lots to kind of look forward to there. Lots of European teams. Uh, it'll be interesting with Newcastle and Man United. Man United played on Wednesday night. They played a 3-3 thriller against Galatasaray, whereas Newcastle played on Tuesday night, 1-1 draw against PSG. So good job by them. And then Man City played Tuesday night and they get the last game on a Sunday. So uh, not sure what the Premier League is doing there with their scheduling, especially when uh, Liverpool and Man City had to play last week on the international break at a 12.30 kickoff. But oh well. Anyways, let's get into the fixture ticker here. Uh, these are from Fantasy Football Scout, and I just kind of put them in my own kind of looking thing here. So five best teams. We've got Chelsea, Nottingham Forest, Newcastle that's highlighted right there, and then Burnley and Bournemouth. And then the worst teams are Luton, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Everton, and Sheffield United. Chelsea's upcoming fixtures, they're the best team here. They've got Brighton at home, Man United, Everton on the road, Sheffield United at home, Wolves, Crystal Palace and Luton. So this takes us all the way up to the end of the year here, the next seven game weeks. Newcastle highlighted, they've got Man United at home, but then Everton, Tottenham, Fulham, Luton, Nottingham Forest, and Liverpool. So kind of two toughish fixtures, bookending quite a nice run there. Everton, Tottenham, Fulham, Luton, and Nottingham Forest. Uh, three of those games on the road, but Alexander Isaac should be coming into our thoughts. Anthony Gordon, a lot of teams already have him, but he's also going to be a popular pick in FPL over the next couple of game weeks. Burnley, not a lot of options there. Bournemouth, Dominic Solanke, 
We may have just missed that haul against Newcastle. So uh, a lot of people went for him last week and he blanked in with three goals that Bournemouth scored. He did not have any involvement there. For the worst teams, Aston Villa's kind of the main standout here with Ollie Watkins. He had a surprising injury development uh, last night. He didn't even make the squad for Aston Villa. And David Moyes said it was kind of 50-50 if he's going to play this week. Kind of 50% rest, 50% injured. So we will have to keep an eye on the press conferences later today to see how that goes. But yeah, all those teams down there, Luton, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Everton, Sheffield United, not a lot of assets going on uh from four of those teams aston villa we've got watkins diaby cash uh it's all all over the place so uh gonna be some tough decisions to make as the game weeks unravel here lock times for these upcoming game weeks we have to pay attention to these i kind of hit on this a little bit more last week but saturday tuesday saturday friday thursday tuesday saturday those are some odd game times compared to the beginning 13 weeks of the season. So take a screenshot of this um, and just kind of make sure you've got this in your calendar because you are likely to miss a deadline here. Tuesday is the next one after Saturdays. Then there's another Saturday, then a Friday that we've had before, then a Thursday out of nowhere, then another Tuesday all over the place. So take a picture of this, put it as your screensaver on your phone. And just uh, make sure you do not miss these deadlines coming up here. But 1.30 p.m. UK time for game week 14 is the lock. Lego Mani with a fantastic resource here with his fixture crunch schedule. As you can see, it kind of goes through all the teams in the Premier League and shows how much rest they have. The key down there, 5, 4, 3, 2. That's kind of how like long they have between fixtures. So... Lots of red for those European teams, which is unfortunate. Liverpool, Brighton, Aston Villa, they've got three straight games with two days rest here. So that's going to be tough for those teams. Expect rotation amongst those guys. Man City has a little bit better here. They just played Leipzig, then they played Tottenham, but then they've got another. Like Then they're crunched all the way until they're blank in game week 18. So I think, I said this in the rotoballer.com uh, game week preview, I think almost every Premier League game or every Premier League player and FPL relevant player is going to miss at least one game between now and the end of the season. I think all these managers kind of know what's up. They want to like one game week is not worth a pulled hamstring and then they're out for three months. Uh, we've got Sun, Salah, Brian and Buemo all coming up with their continental competitions in January. So I'm sure their countries will be like, please don't enter our best players. That would be great. Um, but yeah, Man City, they've got the blank coming up, so there could be potential rest there uh, if they don't take the Club World Cup all that seriously. I guess we'll see. First time doing it, so you'd think they would hopefully want to win that. But yeah, Arsenal, Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool are even in the Carabao Cup quarterfinals as well, so they've got extra along with Newcastle. Newcastle have... Um, Newcastle and Man United are a little bit different here for their Champions League prospects. Is they're pretty much in must-win games in a couple of weeks to get through to the next round. So they will have to figure out how to prioritize that. Are they just going to play their guys and hope that they can survive through it? But Liverpool and uh, Aston Villa and Brighton all qualified last night. Liverpool topped their group. They they can't they'll skip through to the round of 16 in the Europa League now. So they will probably rest a bunch of guys in their last game in the Europa League, but definitely go on Lego Mani's Twitter. It's fantastic uh, at Lego Mani underscore FPL. 
and just kind of take a longer look at this as it will definitely help. Like even these Chelsea assets that we're thinking about here, lots of green on there. So not a lot to worry about if you're thinking about a Cole Palmer or Raheem Sterling or an Nkuku perhaps, or a Colwell as someone might be thinking about this week. But with many fixtures comes injuries, and we have quite a bit here in FPL to deal with right now. Watkins has apparently picked up a knock return. I wouldn't think it's an extended absence, but he might miss this game week, especially with Arsenal and Man City coming up for Aston Villa. Matoma has a knock, but he should be back at least on the bench. He played last night in the Europa League, so he's obviously fit enough to play, but because he played on Thursday, we've got to wonder if he's going to make the starting lineup on Sunday. Bowen has a knee. He didn't travel with the team in their European tie. I'm always keeping it kind of close to the vest, but sounds like he's going to play this weekend. But with how many fixtures West Ham have coming up, a knee injury lingering, like that could be a problem. Bowen, definitely susceptible to rest. Allison is, has a muscle injury he picked up in that Man City game. Sounds like he's going to be out until at least game week 17, uh, giving Quiven Kelleher an option in goal for Liverpool, but if you already have Simicast and Mo Salah, do you really want to go with Kelleher, lock yourself out of potentially another Liverpool attacker, and then you kind of have to make another transfer uh, after game week 17, especially to get like, you don't want a dead Liverpool asset on your bench just blocking you from a third because then you're going to, that's going to cause more problems down the line. Uh, Ebreche Eze, ankle, he's still out three to four weeks. Diogo Jota also picked up an injury in that Man City game. Sounds like he's going to have an extended absence compared to Allison. Allison, we're thinking he's going to be back by game week 17. Jota, Klopp didn't say, he said it was going to be longer than that. So I'm kind of guessing he's going to be out until the new year. Uh, that's a guess on my part, but I wouldn't expect to see Jota back anytime soon. Uh, Taiwo groin injury. He's out until February for Nottingham Forest. So bad news for him. And then Ansu Fati math has a muscle injury and Roberto Deserbi said he has no idea when he's coming back. So that is unfortunate for Brighton as well, but lots of injuries. I'll try to keep this updated throughout the game weeks as I think we're going to see a lot more injuries, unfortunately coming up with all these fixtures, but we will keep our fingers crossed that it does not come back to haunt us there. Midfield madness. So it's kind of getting down to it. It's Brian and Buemo time. He's the cover guy on this week's thumbnail. And I don't have Salah on here. He's him and Holland pretty much locked into everyone's teams at this point or all the active teams. But then you've got four more midfield spots to kind of pick between these seven guys. Uh, there are other options, uh, Huang for Wolves, Neto whenever he comes back. Um, I mean, you could go with Martinelli if you want as well, but I think these are the main seven contenders that are vying for those four final spots in our midfield. So we've got Sun, Saka, Bowen, Diaby, Mbwemo, Anthony Gordon, and Cole Palmer. So this is, I've split up their XGI per 90 for the season XGI per 90 over the last six to see if there's any uptick in form. Lots of people talk about selling sun after his three blanks in a row and his three offside goals on Sunday, but Spurs still look pretty dangerous. The only problem is they play man city this weekend could be another blank coming up, but it does feel like sun always has a, he always kind of just gets a goal against man city, no matter what happens. So if people are flocking away from Sun, that kind of makes me want to stick with him. If Sun becomes a differential, I think he's like top three, top four asset in the game. Hold on to him, and then people will come flocking back to him again. 
and it should be good to go. But he's got 0.41 XG uh, per 90 over the season, and it's actually ticked up 0.53 over the last six, even with all of Spurs' injuries coming about. Saka is the concerning one here. Uh, FPL uh, Wire had a great debate on it on their podcast, so go listen there. But Pro, uh, Late Riser was all in on selling Saka compared to Sun, and I kind of agree. Like watching Arsenal doesn't look great. He's out wide. He looked a little bit more involved in that uh, Wednesday clash against Lons, uh, but still feels a little bit off for Arsenal. So I'm not sure if Saka is the guy there right now but i don't think i'm going to get rid of him uh just because arsenal are like he's still taking along still getting your fpl points he's on penalties that's the other thing here lots of penalty takers here we've got Saka's the penalty taker and buemo's the penalty taker cole palmer is the penalty taker we think sung hyung min is the penalty taker for spurs they just haven't had one yet uh interesting stat also came from the fpl wire which they got from the fantasy football scout um Saka plays Wolves this weekend. Arsenal have been given the most penalties in the Premier League. Wolves have conceded the most penalties in the Premier League. So that could be another situation where Saka can get on the board. So you still have an option to get a penalty taker there in Saka, despite his slightly poor underlying numbers. Jared Bowen is injured, 0.52 on the season, 0.38 over the last six. So that's dipped a little bit. Brian and Buemo, essential. People don't want to say it for some reason. I don't. Like, if you want a bunch of points over the next three weeks, go get Brian and Buemo. Uh, Diaby Villa ticking down a tiny bit, but Diaby also got subbed off at halftime, but he did score last night in Europe, so that's encouraging. Anthony Gordon, very consistent over the season, 0.46 uh, for the season, and XGI per 90, and then XGI per 90 over the last six is 0.45, so good job by him there, but... Not on penalties. Isaac is a little bit more talismanic, it feels like. Harvey Barnes is potentially coming back over the next few weeks. So we could see something developing there with Anthony Gordon. Cole Palmer, he's the cheapest of the bunch, so that makes him appealing there. 0.87 XGI per 90 on the season. One XGI per 90 over the last six. He is on penalties. I get it. Can't rely on penalties, but they score you points in FPL. I'm not really sure why that's a bad thing that he's on penalties and Chelsea's getting a little bit healthier seems to be playing a little bit better although they just got thumped by Newcastle 4-1 so there was that uh, but I still think Chelsea are kind of trending upwards and if you can get a cheap discounted asset like Cole Palmer in your side I would definitely go there cap me if you can captaincy matrix as always kind of a debate here i put four on there but i think it's between two if somehow you don't have sala or holland uh, good job by you i'd love to see your overall rank there but uh Mbwemo and saka worth a shout especially with Mbwemo playing luton at home 6.4 point 6.44 points uh predicted on the rotoballer rankings this week uh Luton, 20th over the last six for expected goals conceded. Meanwhile, Holland plays Tottenham, and they're 18th. I've pretty much been on Salah since game week 13 locked as my captaincy, but when I was doing the research for this, it did make me kind of waver for the first time. But Salah scores 10.3 FPL points per game at home compared to about six on the road. So he gets... Feels like, and he scored 16, 8, and 6 in his last three home games as well. Tottenham dealing with a ton of injuries along the back line. It does feel like a game Holland can 
feast on. I do expect Holland to be the most popular captain, especially with like dead teams, just having Holland from game week one, but still tempted to go with Salah as my guy. I haven't captained him that much this season. I've regretted whenever I've kind of gone on the wrong side of this. So I think Salah at home against Fulham, even though they're ninth in expected goals conceded over the last six, I think I'm going to stick to my gut that I had despite the numbers kind of telling me that Holland's probably going to bag a hat trick, but Sala could match it. It doesn't sound convincing when I say it out loud, but we will just see how that works for the game week 15 preview. When we have a quick review of my squad and Buemo 6.44 points predicted home Luton 20th in expected goals conceded soccer. There 5.78 wolves at home 11th, for expected goals conceded over the last six as well. So right now I'm going with Salah. I know a lot of it, a lot of y'all are going to go Holland. Yeah, I'm, this will be the third or fourth week in a row that I've gone against Holland for captaincy. I'm still kind of climbing up the ranks. I'm sure I could do better if I just captained Holland, but it feels like an opportunity to go against him. These don't come around very often, so let's just go with it for Salah this week. Here is my bus team for game week 14. Ariola in goal, Cash, Simikas, and Gabriel along the back line. Sung Hyungman, James Ward-Prowse, Mohamed Salah as the captain, and Bakayo Saka as the vice captain. Ollie Watkins, Erling Holland, and Evan Ferguson up front. Evan Ferguson against Chelsea this weekend. Chelsea, pretty good along the back line, but um, yeah. Ferguson I brought in a couple of weeks ago right before Solanke's Hall. So he scored last week against Nottingham Forest, but he is maybe a problem as the Brighton rotation is not convincing right now. But FPL Review has my team right now at 59.1 points. Fantasy Football Scout has it at 60.9 and Fantasy Football Hub has it at 63.6. So yeah, kind of a middling game week, but I do have two free transfers open to taking a hit. So let's see what the models say. So FBL review has me, has given me three options here. Matty cash to Castagna and JWP to Embuemo. Option number two is JWP to Embuemo and Ollie Watkins to Dominic Solanke. And option three is cash to Pinnock and then JWP to Brian Embuemo. JWP to Brian Embuemo has been pretty much locked in since the game week went live. So I will be sticking with that. Cash down to another defender is certainly possible. Uh, I'm thinking Colwell for Chelsea. Uh, FPL Review doesn't really like that all that much. Um, um, I kind of wish I didn't enter it in there because now I've just got those numbers in the back of my head. But yeah, I'm thinking JWP to Mbwemo has to happen. So I need to do a second transfer to get that money. I've only got 0.4 in the bank. So Cash to Colwell gives me another 0.5 or 0.4. That's easy enough there. And then uh, Ollie Watkins down to Darwin Nunez, which is what Fantasy Football Hub suggests, is my other thoughts. Darwin's got Fulham, Sheffield United, and Crystal Palace over the next week. He did come on last night in the Europa League. He didn't start, still looked dangerous, still had a couple of chances that he probably should have scored. It feels like an opportunity to kind of get away from the template with Ollie Watkins. He's flagged for one. So are his minutes going to be monitored? He might even miss this week, especially with Man City and Arsenal coming up. And Man City and Arsenal have two of the best defenses in the league. Ollie Watkins plays for a Villa side that's very attacking at home. They have good numbers, but 
if he's going to miss Sunday's game and then plays Man City and Arsenal, and then Darwin, who he only has one goal in his last eight, I heard uh, as on FPL Black Box say this week, which sounded stunning because I feel like he's played a lot better than I. He has some assists and stuff, but going Darwin, I think that it feels right. It feels right in my gut. Triple up on the Liverpool side that has some great fixtures coming up getting off of walk-ins especially with some tough fixtures coming up so i think i'm not sure if it's going to be a hit because i could still do walk-ins to uh walk-ins to nunez and also then just jwp to brian and buemo so that would keep kind of that all together would keep my side together, and then I can maybe wait one week. Matty Cash did start last night, but it's Bournemouth. Could be an attacking fixture. Do I really want to get rid of Matty Cash before Bournemouth? And then I just ship Matty Cash off next week, make a boring defensive transfer. Um, yeah, lots to decide. Going to be paying mighty close attention to all those press conferences that come out today. Uh, definitely check out Fantasy Football Scout, all the great resources on Twitter that wrap it all up. Uh, all About FPL is a great Twitter account as well that wraps it up. Lazy FPL newsletter is good too. Tons of resources, but definitely a lot to consume over the next 24 hours before the lineups lock and tons of just FPL content coming out over the next eight days as well with so many game weeks, all the festive fixtures coming out. Hopefully all of our teams stay healthy score a bunch of points, get Brian and Buemo in your team. That's what I would say, at least for this game week. But yeah, I think right now, two free transfers, definitely going to not roll in any of my free transfers. Got to get Brian and Buemo in. It's just kind of a question of, do I get Matty Cash out or do I bring out Ollie Watkins? We'll see. Not expecting any concrete news on those injuries uh, for Watkins, at least uh, today from David Moyes. If he even has a press conference because they just played last night. We will see. But if you like the video, if it helped you out, like and subscribe to the channel. Follow me on X at you in or you out. That would be very much appreciated. But once again, thanks for listening. Good luck in game week 14. And I will talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.